0: Hello everybody and welcome again to my podcast, let's podcast, yeah. Let's Talk Therapy with Rosemary Burns. I was just notified that we have 50 listeners from one week ago. So thank you all for for listening. I hope you like it. I absolutely welcome constructive criticism. Um, Any ideas or topics you might want me to cover? I'm so grateful that you guys uh, took the time to listen. I really am. Um, The whole point of this is to give outreach and education about therapy in general. And like I said last time... I wanted to start with like a therapy 101, but with everything going on with the COVID-19, I thought it was more appropriate to spend some time on that. So today, what I wanted to talk about is first off, a little fun, fun note is what I learned from the first episode. I am not used to podcasting. This is the first time I've ever done anything like that or like this. And so what I figured out is I have a phone that I can actually look up information if for some reason I don't know it off the top of my head. So I wanted to go right now, um, the first thing, and tell you all what the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number is (laughs) because I remember last or first episode, I was like, yeah, what is that? And I couldn't remember what it was, but it's important. And so I wanted to revisit that really quick. That number is 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK. That is a 24-7 suicide prevention lifeline. Um, So if you are having any thoughts of suicide or um, any kind of thoughts of wanting to harm yourself, you can call that and get some support. They can help you get in touch with mental health clinicians. Um, They're a very good support um, network. And so, like I said, since first time doing a podcast and didn't realize that I could just look it up on my phone Right, that second, um, I wanted to revisit that. So thank you for humoring me for that little minute. Okay, so topic for today. I wanted to continue talking a little bit about the COVID-19 virus because it's still impacting people's day-to-day lives. And I'm, again, recording in Arkansas. And so our state is hopefully looking forward to possibly starting to reopen slowly. Um, I think the governor had said May 4th. Hopefully, we may be coming towards the the end of our quarantining, but I still realize that it has um, really changed a lot of people's lives having having to quarantine. And um, I've had a lot of people that I know actually say that they've noticed, you know, they're good for a few days, and then all of a sudden they kind of have some kind of symptom come up. And when I say symptom, I mean maybe some anxiety some feelings of restlessness or maybe it's you know some low mood some minor depression symptoms or maybe they're fine for a couple days and then all of a sudden they can't sleep really well and then another one is irritability and i i will attest to that one i've noticed for myself that i'll go a couple days and then all of a sudden like why am i so irritable just snappy and so something to think about is your body your mind they both have to adjust to this quote unquote new normal, um, which was kind of forced on everybody. I mean, it's important because we want to try and do everything we can to stop the spread of the virus, but it, it is something that was kind of out of everybody's control. Um, and so when, you know, governors come on and they're like, no, we need you to practice social distancing and stay home as much as possible. And this becomes our quote unquote, new normal. Well, your body and your mind is not used to that. So um, even though you may normally have good coping skills, and you may not have experienced any symptoms of depression or anxiety in your day to day life, you may be now. And I just want you to know that that is okay and that is, from what I'm understanding, pretty normal across the board. I mean, when I'm hearing multiple people day-to-day saying, you know, the same thing, I'm I'm going a couple days and I'm doing fine and I have projects to do that keep me busy and then all of a sudden I'm kind of like, ugh, I don't feel like doing anything. Or, you know, I'm doing my day-to-day and I just, all of a sudden, I just snapped at my spouse or my partner. Yeah, I think it's kind of normal and it's, again, your body and your mind trying to adjust to something that it is just not used to. And so what can we do to try and help with that? Well, the best thing to do is try and sort out a new routine. I mean, we're used to routines. We kind of just fall into them normally, whether you get up at six o'clock in the morning to start to get, you know, ready for work or school. And then you go to school and then you come home and you get ready for dinner or go out to dinner or whatever you used to do. It became part of your daily routines or maybe weekly routines or however it it was a routine. And so now your body and your mind want to try and create a new one. But it's, you know, having some difficulties adjusting to it. And like I said, that's, that's pretty normal. I mean, again, if you're going weeks on end with serious depression, serious difficulty sleeping serious panic attacks or something like that that's when you you definitely want to contact somebody um, like a mental health worker or your doctors things like that even if you're having minor symptoms if it if you're really kind of bothered by the minor symptoms you still want to contact somebody because they can be a support person for you whether um most again most therapists are doing online services right now but still maybe not ideal maybe you prefer to be seen online there's nothing wrong with either way. It's still the point is there's a support person there um, who will listen, who can give you ideas for coping skills that fit specifically to you because I'm speaking more general terms, but a, a therapist who's actually your therapist can actually get into specifics and and tailor coping skills and stuff to you. And that's what makes it so important. So again, the what we want to do is create a routine, a new routine that becomes automatic automatic for you until we're allowed to kind of go back to our normal day-to-day before the virus, you know, what we were like before the virus came came about. Something I wanted to talk about is the importance of balance. This might be even more applicable or appropriate for when you, we do all go back to our regular, you know, regular lives, but it also makes sense for whatever we're doing at home Um, even during quarantine. And that is talking about balance. So what does balance mean? When I'm talking about balance right now, I'm talking about being able to balance how you spend your time during the day. So a lot of people maybe sit all day for whatever they do. And even now you may be sitting more than you're normally used to. And when you do that, the body knows. I mean, it knows that it, it's not moving like it, it normally does or isn't as active. Maybe that's a better way to say it isn't as active as it normally normally was. And so it's it's going to, that's where you're going to get that nervous energy from. That's where you're going to get that irritability from. And so if you know that now you're sitting more, or maybe even when you were working and going into work, you sat all day. I did. I'm a, well, I do. I'm a therapist. So, you know, when I see my clients, I'm sitting. So, you know, if I have client after client, that's, you know, four hours, eight hours, whatever, of sitting and talking with somebody all day. Well, guess what? My body wants to move. And so one of the best stress releases that you can do for balance to achieve that balance is get up and get active somewhere. So my stress relief of choice at the time was going to the gym. You know, that was really important to me. Well, now all of a sudden I can't go to the gym. You know, the gy- gyms were closed because of the COVID-19. And so, okay, now I need to find something else to to get my body active. Well, there's just something, I don't know if it's a mindset. This is for me. I'm speaking just just for me. There's a mindset of getting out of my house and actually going to the gym And maybe you all can understand, maybe you feel the same way that it's just not the same trying to do exercise at home. I've tried to do exercise at home before I joined a gym and it just didn't, it did did not work very well. And so just different mindset going to the gym. So what have I done instead? Well, I've tried to do active projects outside like moving bricks or um, I guess it's more like yard work lawn care, that kind of stuff, which is, yes, it's active. It's not the same as like lifting weights or running a mile or something like that, but it does have my body up and moving. And so that's how I've been achieving my balance for this time. Once we actually can go back to normal, normal normal-ish, you know, and gyms reopen and I can, again, see people um, in my office, but again, I'll be sitting again for hours, then hopefully I'll be able to go back to the gym. And we'll regain that, that routine. For those of you who, who maybe you work, you do hard physical work all day and you're going all day long. Um, and you may still be even despite the COVID-19 because there's people who have to be on their feet all the time and, you know, working factory lines or just even the people at restaurants who have to stand up all, all the time while they're there and take orders from people and take out lines. You're going all day. And so how do you achieve balance? Well, then maybe a more sedentary relaxation exercise or slower movement might be more appropriate for you so that, again, you, your body achieves that balance. It can get rid of that stored up energy, you know, that, that static energy that, that is just in your body that, you know, needs to find a way to, to be released so that it doesn't cause anxiety or irritability or poor sleep. Um, I know that ever since I started actually going to the gym, I sleep so much better at night. And so I again, highly recommend trying to find that balance. If you go, 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 it's so super important to be able to allow your mind and your body to slow down and relax and breathe so that um it just again helps achieve that balance and let's let your body dispel all of that pent up going and going and going. I, I just, It's different because, like I said, I'm a sitter, so I sit all day to do my job. So I would just imagine that you would feel exhausted if you go, 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 go all the time. So whatever you can do to balance that out and not be so exhausted um, is is really healthy for your mind and for your body. So ways to do that. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about dancing and movement um, because, like I said, Balance doesn't have to necessarily be all or nothing like okay if you go 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 then now naturally the only thing you should do is sit to relax no um that that's extreme and I'm not about extremes um I'm for whatever is the healthiest thing for you to do to make yourself healthier so i wanted to talk a little bit about dancing because Dancing is fun, this is my opinion, but it is also super healthy for you. When I was in graduate school, this is mm, literally, this is 20 years ago, I took a class called health psychology, and if you can believe this, we actually went on a field trip in graduate school. I didn't know that you did field trips in graduate school, but we did, Um, and my health psychology class went to a place called Kripalu, it's K-R-I-P-A-L-U, that is a place in Massachusetts, and I I already, listen, because I learned, (laughs) I already looked up the um, website for it, and I believe it's kripalu.org, and I think that is the same place. I looked through everything, and it looks like it's the same place, but remember, this was 20 years ago, and so I'm sure things at this place have have changed, you know, drastically, um, you know, website development, and all of that kind of stuff has come a long way in 20 years. so um, but from what I saw on the website, it looked like it would it's the same place. So this place is a relaxation yoga retreat. I think that's how they uh, market themselves now. When I went there, I just thought we were going on a field trip for health psychology to like a yoga place. Um, but they offer so much more than just yoga there or and I think you'll see this in the website. they they offered way much more when I went 20 years ago so it wasn't just yoga but one of the things that they had was dance therapy and when we went on on the, the field trip we were allowed to basically choose different classes that we wanted to kind of to try and I know I remember I took a, a Reiki it wasn't a class I actually went and had like a Reiki massage done it was phenomenal and absolutely interesting very interesting and then Um, I know I I did dance therapy and so basically dance therapy is like dance therapy what is that you basically went into a room that was looked like a dance studio so like the wooden floors and mirrors and you know bars along the mirrors like for stretching and stuff like that they just had music on and the instructor just came and was like I'm just going to teach you you know some basic stretching movement type things it wasn't just stretching because you know it, it was very fluid is probably a good way to describe it it was very fluid and then all of a sudden she's like okay and i'm just going to turn on the music and i just want you guys to just dance freely and we kind of did a line and she gave us like each person got their own time to like go in in space and she's like i want you to imagine that there's no one else here and just that this is your space and you do whatever you want and it was just so wonderful it was so great it was freeing and energizing but relaxing at the same time and it was just it was just wonderful and i felt so great like just so alive maybe it's a good way to describe it. alive after doing that and i know it was one class you know And I and i know i was what like 20 i think i was 21 tw- no i would have been 22 when i took this class and it just like i was just wow Um, I never, never really incorporated dance into my therapy practice. I do incorporate movement. um, And if the client is, is open to like, well, let me turn this into a dance move or something. Well, then I think that is phenomenal. I think that's great. Again, coming back to movement and, and when you move, you start to feel better. It's It doesn't have to be exercise like calisthenics, like jumping jacks and, you know, push-ups and things like that. It could be very fluid, controlled, just fun dancing. And so, um, think about this. When uh, I, I have grown up through the generation where we didn't have, like, what? We had Walkmans and Boomboxes and, and that transformed into CD players and then you know, iPods and now we have all our music on our phones and all that kind of stuff. Well, think about how good it feels when you put on music that you just love and how it can help elevate your mood or maybe you're mad and so you want to play something that kind of gets your gets, you know, your energy going, like helps you get out that anger. Like I remember also, this was in graduate school, my roommate and I, let's see, so the song was from Linkin Park, and it was, oh, now I'm going to forget the name of the song. It was definitely from Linkin Park, and we used to, like, crank that up in our apartment and just listen to it and kind of scream out the words when we were all frustrated and upset and just feeling overwhelmed about all our schoolwork and stuff like that that we had to do in grad school and so that's what i'm talking about is getting that the emotions with the music but some music can be very uplifting very good way of helping release those emotions in an appropriate and healthy and safe way nobody's getting hurt except maybe if it was you know Midnight, and we were we never did it at midnight, but you know, if it was like midnight and we disturbed our neighbors, nobody's getting hurt by us, you know, screaming the lyrics, you know, to the song. It's it's again a release in a healthy way, and so you can do the same thing now when we have to still be quarantined. Again, hopefully not for too much longer, but in the meantime, find your favorite songs, um, listen to stuff that is super happy or energetic for you and helps and and that can help improve your mood that can help bring your mood up that can help get rid of some of that anxiety that irritability do you remember when you were in maybe junior high or middle school, maybe middle school to junior high, before you started getting all self-conscious about what other people thought about you, and you would, you know, get your hairbrush or the hair the dryer or a mop or whatever when you were at home, and you would put on, like, your favorite song or your favorite song would come on, you know, the radio. Yes, I'm that old, the radio. Um, or you put on your favorite, you know, favorite song through however you listen to your favorite song and you would just be dancing around, singing or maybe even lip-syncing, whatever you were doing, and again, it made you feel so much better. Well, that is my challenge for you this week. You know, my husband always makes fun of me because I you know, back, again, back in the day, mixtapes, you know, you'd ha- just record things all kinds of off the radio and that kind of stuff. And so, I have what I ha- I do, I have an iPod. I love this thing. It's an iPod shuffle. And it, it, it's what I've used for years just to when I would actually work out and stuff like that. But it has all kinds of songs on it, things from, like, Boys to Men to, like, literally, like, classical, like Bach or, like, Beethoven. <laughs> um, and then it has hard stuff like, you know, heavy metal, like Godsmack or oh, even Linkin Park or, you know, Metallica, that kind of stuff. And so <laughs> my husband jokes and says that, you know, how in the world can you know go from something that's so you know heavy metal up here to like something like classical and I'm just like you know you never know what you, what's gonna come because I put on shuffle you know so you never know what it's what's gonna be next and it's kind of like oh I forgot about that song so you know and, oh I really like that song and it's a surprise and so it make you know makes you feel really good you know if you don't feel comfortable, Really letting loose and kind of really dancing in the middle of your floor, or your room. Just sit down and kind of do a little, do a little, you know, tapping your feet or tapping your, your hands on the on the chair or on the bed or whatever and just kind of groove to the music. Yes, I said that. Groove to the music. And my challenge is notice. Notice if it makes you feel any better. For Even if it's for the, you know, the three minutes, four minutes, however long the song is. You know, think about if you get up and dance or if you try, you know, if you're singing along with it, if it doesn't help you kind of forget about all the bad stuff going on in the world right now, just for those few minutes. And if it did, then it served its purpose. Then, you know, then that's what you've learned from this challenge is like, oh, I can actually put on some music and and actually help me feel better. So I did a research article, a research paper when I was in college, um, about music therapy, and does it depend on, like, the kind of music um, that is used for music therapy? Like, does it have to be, like, slow and relaxing to help elicit those kind of feelings in in whoever's listening to it? And what I had found at the time was no, um, because I actually had compared just regular music with Ozzy Osbourne, um, because at the time that was um when one of my he was one of my favorite artists which is kind of interesting um, but in any case they they did not find that there was any any difference at that time again this is over 20 years ago i am not up to date on current research for this but at that time what i found was nope there's it doesn't make a difference it, the important thing is what is the music that you like so if somebody really likes classical music then that is what you would want to listen to to help you relax or help improve your mood you can't really sing to classical music unless you want to make up your own lyrics and stuff and that hey that's pretty cool it's what you like so if you put on music that you don't like, it's probably not going to help you relax or improve your your mood. So that's just a little bit of fun information on music. Um, and I guess this kind of turned into a lot about dance and music. But the whole overarching theme about it is dancing, music, There, it's all part of movement. Which, again, when you get up and you move, it helps you feel better, helps improve your mood. Um, and that's what I hope you'll take away from this podcast. Um, I like, or I'm going to start the trend. I know I did it last time um, for ending with a quote. And so my quote this time is, forget your troubles in dance. And that's from Bob Marley. Um, I think that kind of really encompasses what I've been trying to convey throughout this whole podcast about, Getting up, um, doing something that is really enjoyable, gets you moving because, again, your body wants to get up and move, especially if you have been sitting all day or sitting more than normal and helps, you know, reestablish that equilibrium that you're used to from when you're, you're working your normal schedules. Um, so, yeah, forget your troubles and dance from Bob Marley. Um, I hope you really enjoyed this this podcast episode. I hope you will continue to tune in. I'm hoping that next time it will be the normal therapy 101. You know, I'm trying to react and respond to um, what I see going on day to day. And when, you know, a good number of people uh, are saying, you know, now I'm good a couple days. And then all of a sudden I'm kind of just, ugh. well, that again tells me that that's what I need to, to focus on. Um, so if you know, I don't hear anything like that, then my next episode will hopefully be on therapy 101. And if not, I will continue talking about COVID. Um, I hope you all have a great day, blessed day. I hope you're, you stay safe and healthy and I will see you next time. Thanks. Bye.